first, let me tell you about Rectech. Man, there is nothing better. I, I don't. My daughter cooked some. I don't even know what it is. Some vegan thing that. Ugh, it, it, they're little triangles and they're white. Do you know what? Do you even know what that is? Anyway, she she grilled them and smoked them, and they were delicious. And I can't. White I, triangles. I, okay. They're I'm, white triangles. Try that. Something. Sounds great. I don't know what it was. But uh, I just I close my eyes and I eat it because she's she's really a she's good really cook. Good she's good. really yeah. good cook. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Rectech can make really pretty much even white triangles taste good. <laughs> uh, uh, get a Rectech now if you are looking for a barbecue grill or a smoker. This is it. Rectech. AB compare with the best in the business. No comparison, even on price and quality. It's Rectech. Check them out now at RECTEQ.com. Rectech.com. Do it now. It's Friday, which means Bill O'Reilly in 60 seconds. Stand by. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me tell you about our uh, sponsor. It's LifeLock. Wouldn't it be nice? I mean, every once in a while, you know, if people who stole your identity would pay your bills for you. I mean, maybe your taxes, update your car tags, you know, you know, uh, you know, go go uh, go to the library, pay all of your uh, bills off that you've had since uh, about the third grade. Cancel the gambling debts. You know, pick up some alcohol on the way home. I mean, when, Sarah, why are you shaking your head like yes, please? Unfortunately, so far that's uh, that's not the kind of people that get into uh, into uh, identity theft. They're bad guys that are taking your identity, everything that you own. Forget about the money. What you really own is your credibility, your good credit, your good name. That's almost impossible to get back when somebody really destroys it. So you need to be on top of it. And there's so many things you need to be on top of. The last thing you have to worry about is identity theft. Have the best in the business monitor for you. Not just all transactions at businesses, because nobody can do that. Nobody can catch everything, but LifeLock is the best in the business because not only do they they watch that, they also watch the dark web. They find some of the things that others, including you, are going to miss. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com, promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Head to LifeLock.com, use the promo code BECK and save 25% off now. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com, promo code BECK. Mr. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com and the author of Killing Crazy Horse and uh, apparently his new book, uh, Killing the Mob, which I still have not received. Uh, and Bill, I'm kind of I'm kind of upset about it. That there's something wrong with you. What? <laughs> Three weeks ago, you told me you received it. 
on this program. I was lying. I was trying. I was. I was counting lying. on you to tell me <laughs> that it was three weeks ago. You were lying. I was only lying because I. I thought you had told me the truth that it was in the mail, and now I don't have it. Well, I sent it to you as I have sent every single killing ah, that's book, not true. all ten of them, and you never get them. Well, <laughs> I can't. So, which tells me this is what this tells me back. Okay. That you are isolated, that you are a man that does not have contact with other people other oh. than stupid. So now you're. <laughs> so are you blaming me or are you blaming my staff? Uh, I'm blaming you. I'm okay. blaming you. All right. Well, I'll keep looking for it, Bill. Killing the mob. I'll keep anyway, looking for it. If it I'll comes out, if it comes to my that. house, I will definitely read it. If it comes to the business, uh, you know, I'll definitely read it. But I don't have it. If you live, you, Beck, you live in an underground bunker. Okay, let's. Guarded. Let's uh, let's not bicker here. Let's talk about what do you think the biggest story of the week is? You not receiving. <laughs> well, I can't help you on that. Big, okay. Biggest story. I think the failure of Joe Biden after six weeks. Um, I just filed a message of the day on BillOReilly.com. And I, I said to my listeners last night, look, you all know that I uh, said I would give joe biden a chance because he asked for one and in our judeo-christian tradition if somebody asks you for a chance and they're not a convicted felon you give them a chance which i did but after six weeks we have absolute pandemonium in the country and i'm looking around and i'm a simple man as you know beck Mm -hmm. uh and I, i ask very simple questions your border policy in mexico how exactly is that helping the country? How exactly is it helping the country to allow undocumented people to cross into the United States, request asylum, hand them $1,100 in cash so they can go anywhere they want and not test them for COVID? No, no, no. At least the Border Patrol in Texas has been testing them for COVID. And uh, they. It is. They have released 6% of those who have been released have been uh, tested positive for COVID. Here's how it works. Uh Here's how it works. Now get a pen and write it down. All All right. right. Here's how it works. Send it to me. In individual sectors, like Brownsville, for Uh, example, uh, they do have rapid testing places. And the one in Brownsville, Texas, is in the bus station. But you are not compelled, if you apply for asylum, to go to get tested. Now, if they nail you coming across and you don't apply for asylum, which is nobody now, everybody says, I want asylum, because then you get the money. You get cash, okay? So everybody does that now. All right, and, but they do not compel you. So the city fathers in Brownsville issued a press release yesterday <clears throat> that said we put just in one day 106 undocumented people on buses who tested positive right for COVID. so what you have from brownsville all the way to san diego is just abject chaos so how is this helping the united states how well, uh, on, honestly, how is it helping children as well? I mean, I'd rather have children locked in cages, as they say, that are protected, waiting for someone to uh, claim them that can be clearly tested to be a parent or a relative, 
rather than this system now of colored wristbands by the mob and the cartels down across the border that are smuggling these children in to America clearly for the sex trade. Well, I think there's a component of that, but the, the ruse is this. If the child gets here, then the child can bring the entire family under the Biden administration's policy. So I had Stephen Miller, you know Miller, right? Yeah, the yeah. Chief yeah. Immigration advisor. Yeah, for Trump. yeah. He was on the No Spin News uh, on Tuesday, Wednesday, on Wednesday. And, I, and anybody can go to BillOReilly.com and watch that interview. This was one of the most important interviews I've ever done because Miller just documented the difference between what the Trump policy was on the border and what the Biden policy is after six weeks. It is absolutely astounding. And the reason it's happening is because the media does not report it. So people listening to us now don't live on the border. They don't know what's happening. So the cartels basically are charging $6,000 to smuggle children ages 10 to 16 into the country, all right? Their parents, their uncles, their brothers, whatever, pay the 6000 The kids get here, tell the U.S. authorities, I'm so-and-so, I'm here, and then the authorities under the Biden administration have to find, search, or the families who are usually waiting in Laredo, right across the border. As soon as they know where they are, and a lot of times the kids will give them the address and the, uh, and the cell phone number, whatever it may be, they can come in legally here because the child is here. And people just don't know what the deuce is happening. Now, this is going to lead in the next two years to hundreds of thousands of undocumented people coming into the United States unsupervised because as soon as they leave Brownsville or Laredo or wherever, Bisbee, Arizona, they vanish. The Biden administration doesn't know where they are. Okay, so Bill, they're how, a summons and they don't they're not going to answer the summons. How does seven, how ahead, how does the uh, Biden administration expect to survive this tsunami of nobody will know this no they no one will know because the media blacks it out that's how well but you will start to feel the impact in your cities and with other things that he with other things that he is doing um you're going to start feeling the impact with with, i agree so i said there's three things that are going to dismantle him the economy and you're seeing a shaky stock market now Okay, immigration and cancel culture. Those three things are going to undermine his administration. But here's the really frightening part about it. If you and me and Stu were talking to President Biden right now, he could not explain and does not know what is happening on that border. He is he does not have the capacity, in my humble opinion, to absorb information and analyze anything. He sits there and um, Susan Rice brings in paperwork and tells him to sign it and tells him what to tell Jen Psaki to say. That's what's happening. We have a guy there who simply cannot, not will not, it's not a will not, cannot 
process information. And that's who you have as president of the United States right now. So, Bill, earlier this week, there was some disturbing video that came out that kind of backs up what you were just saying. Uh, the media, of course, said, no, 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 this is just because he has a stutter. This is right. clearly not a stutter. Um, look for that audio, that was please. The interview, the interview he did with his wife, with the, and it was a softball interview. Yes. It wasn't like a hard right. interview. Right. He just couldn't get it out. Now, look. It would be wrong and unfair for people to say he has dementia or he has this or he has that. That Don't do that. What you, you can and should do as American citizens is say, can the man just ask the question, can he process information? And the answer, in my opinion, is no. The the White House cut off a uh, a uh, uh, exchange that he had and a, a press conference as he said, OK, I'm I'm ready to take questions. The White House dumped uh, the feed. Do you have that audio? Play that here. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm happy to take questions if that's what I'm supposed to do, Nance, whatever you want me to do. Taking questions and nothing. Well, you know what happened there? <laughs> no, what? He had to take a nap. So he ran over into his nap time and they had to get him out of there. <laughs> he now holds the record of the longest time without a uh, press conference. And I remember I remember hearing all about that with uh, Donald Trump and. Uh, I think a little bit of that with uh, Barack Obama, but I don't I don't hear any real pushback from anybody saying, uh, can he answer questions? Well, why would the media do that? They don't want him to answer questions. See, this is what people don't understand. The corruption of the press and the disintegration of the media in America now has gone way beyond bias and way beyond what well, we want the Democratic Party to win. Now it's we're going to basically protect any kind of wrongdoing, any kind of policies that don't work. Look at Andrew Cuomo in New York. Now, it wasn't until the far left turned on him that the media began covering the misconduct stories. All right. So let me let me let let me let me turn to uh, Andrew Cuomo. We're going to take a quick break. We'll turn there. But let me just uh, wrap up this segment with Joe Biden in Houston. He's getting on a plane. He told me last he came in to see me last event and representatives uh, Shirley Jackson Lee, Al Green, Sylvia Garcia, Lizzie Pinelli. Excuse me. Pinnell, and uh, what am I doing here? I'm going to lose track here. And uh, holy cow, uh, Mayor Turner, Judge Hidalgo. This is the guy who is in charge. All right, uh, real estate agents I trust uh, would like to remind you that they have help on the way. You know, I know, I know somebody. I, know, you know, my cousin. He's got a boy who's now doing uh, some real estate, and he's fantastic. Yeah. Um, could I get an expert? Could I get somebody who's going to take the biggest investment I have, my house, 
and treat it as the biggest investment uh, that I have? Can I get the best person in my area, the person with the best track record of selling homes, selling them fast and for the most amount of money? That's what realestateagentsitrust.com will do. It's a free service to you. We find those agents and we send them to you. So you could be living in one state and selling a house. We'll find the right agent for you. And then buying one in another state and you don't really know anything about it. We'll find the other agent on that end and they can even work together. Now, we don't ask you to trust us. We ask you to just interview those agents and see the difference it's a free service to you. If you're looking to buy or sell a home and you need a great real estate agent, go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So Andrew Cuomo, eh? Andrew Cuomo, America's dumbest mobster. Uh, he... He has had uh, he's had quite a run. First of all, there's new news coming out today that his huge huge news that his aide said they altered the numbers of the nursing home deaths. They altered the numbers to hide them. The New York Times is reporting it. So but everybody's obsessed with, you know, his stupid, uh, you know, crassness. I, I mean, I think that's bad, but uh, he killed people in nursing homes. Tell me what's happening here. Okay. So the big story is that the Cuomo administration, now I don't know what he knew and when he knew it. And again, you got to be careful on this stuff. But the, the Cuomo administration put out false data about deaths in New York state nursing homes. That has been established as a fact. So the FBI now has to get involved because that's a felony. You can't use an office of any state, right, to put out false data about people dying after a state order was issued. And as we all know, Governor Cuomo signed an executive order compelling COVID senior citizens back into nursing homes. So Cuomo's in trouble in the sense that his administration, someone is going to be charged with a crime. Do you think it'll be him? Do you think it'll be him? I don't know. It's impossible to say. I don't know how he manages. He might have a bunch of incompetent boobs and all trying to do this kind of stuff for him. I don't know. But the, the, the bigger story is how all of this started to unravel. So the press protected Andrew Cuomo uh, all through the COVID situation. He was the greatest guy. He won an Emmy. He put out a book. He was the warrior. He was so much better than Trump. But when he started to get into trouble, the attorney general of the state of New York, Letitia James, who wants to be governor, Mm -hmm. swung into action. Now, she's further left, much further left than Andrew Cuomo. Andrew Cuomo will hold up things like the wealth tax and a a lot of the socialist stuff that the people, the far left in New York, wants. 
Once Letitia James signaled that she wanted his job, then all of a sudden, the press started to report stuff. And James herself came out and said, well, I'm going to investigate Andrew Cuomo. I'm going to look into him. And that's when it all went south for him. So how do I know all this? Because one of the accusers of Cuomo, a young woman, hired Deborah Katz to represent her. Do you know Deborah Katz? Remember that name? No. She represented Christine Blasey Ford against Kavanaugh. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Deborah Katz is the you can't get any more radical left than she is. She's based in Washington. So why would a young woman in New York and Deborah Katz charges like 750 bucks an hour? Now, this woman, like Blasey Ford, isn't paying Deborah Katz anything. Her bills are being paid by a committee, by an operation. Okay. But when I saw that, when I saw Katz come in, I went, Cuomo's toast. They want him out. So now all of the stuff that you see it leaking to the New York Times, this is coming from the far left. It's not coming from people who don't like Cuomo ideologically. So that was the indicator that the fix is in. Here's Blasey Ford's lawyer representing this woman. Why? The woman hasn't filed anything. She can't really file anything because it doesn't come close to being, she couldn't win anything based upon what right. her testimony and so far. Right. He's a, he's a pig, but it's, he hasn't, so far it hasn't been anything that was criminal. Uh, and well, even civil, you know, there are statutes, you can read them. Um, there are very strict worker protections in New York. This is a media play. This is totally media. And um, so Cuomo's sitting up there, and he's not going to survive this. I don't think they're going to knock him out like Newsom. Newsom's going to get booted. Um, But we don't have recall in New York. Right. Do you think he serves the rest of his term? Mm 50-50. Wow. Wow. All right. Bill O'Reilly back with more news of the day coming up in just a second. Stand by. It's Andrew Cuomo here. And since my uh, governing career may be winding down to a close, I figure I spend some time getting back into the original family business. It's called going to the mattresses. You know what I'm saying? We sell exactly what you'd think. But I got a little competition problem going on with this my pillow place, you know? My pillow mattress topper made of three layers that provide superior support, even distribute body weight and regulate temperature throughout the night. I mean, famine the guts. Let me ask you this, are those mattress toppers uh, still bulletproof? Now get out of here, huh? So sure, my pillow mattress topper guarantees you the most restful, deep healing sleep of your life. It's machine washable dryer. Uh, you throw it into the dryer, it's fine. Blah, blah, blah. 
But uh, are they stash full of taxpayer dollars? I don't think so. Get your mattress topper now. 30% off. You know what I'm saying? Plus two standard pillows. All you have to do is go to MyPillow.com. That's MyPillow.com. Promo code back. 800-966-3117. All right. Go to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. And don't forget to subscribe to BillOReilly.com. We have more with him next. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Bill O'Reilly is joining us from BillOReilly.com and his new book, Killing the Mob, <clears throat> comes out soon. Pre-order it now wherever you get your books, uh, unless you're shopping at that place where they still sell Dr. Seuss books. By the way, eBay just uh, dropped the uh, resale of any Dr. Seuss books. eBay did. Not any, just the ones that were banned. The ones right? that were banned. Yeah, which again, everyone's nuts. like, well, this is just the the the, uh, the the company, the family's company. You know, we just talked to Brad about Brad Meltzer about that last hour, and he said, you know, well, at least it's the family's company, which is better than a mob coming to, to come after them. Right. But now, they're taking them down off of eBay. That's not yeah. the family's company. Yeah. What, what's yeah. happening there? Bill O'Reilly, any quick comment on the Dr. Seuss stuff? Um... Why don't they just edit out the offending portions in the volumes? Yeah. Is this? Look, I I understand that you don't want kids reading racist stuff. Okay, I'm fine with that. But the book, it's not all racist. There's just portions in there that Dr. Seuss was not enlightened and just take them out. That's called the editing process. And then when you publish the books, they're not there. So but they don't, do that's you not do, what, do you believe this is cancel culture or not? Yes, of course it is. Of course it's cancel culture. And you can go back with any writer except me in the world and find, you know, objectionable stuff. Any classic writer, Chaucer, Shakespeare, Plato, you can find it because it was a different world then. And the view of society and people was different. So you could, the Bible, there's all kinds of crazy stuff that is racist in it. Um, But what the cancel culture wants is power. This is all about power, the power to limit expression. That's what this is across the board. Talking to Bill O'Reilly, the Daily Caller has the headline, we were repeatedly warned of March 4th violence Troops were met with mild weather and joggers. We have razor wire fences around the Capitol. We have military trucks and the military out because of something that they say was going to happen on March 4th. On March 6th is also another date, but March 6th is still being organized on Twitter by the far left. They say they're going to burn it all down. Yet it is only the right and QAnon people that are being blamed. I have no you know, affection for QAnon, and I think that's total nonsense, and I think it's dangerous. Um, but that's not what's going on. And people will say now, Bill, if you don't see it now, you're not awake. Well, what's going on? What is happening that people should be seeing with the Capitol and the renewal now by Nancy Pelosi saying those fences and those guards are going to be there as long as we need them? What's going on? 
but they don't need them because there's nothing happening. So when the inauguration happened, we had to have 25,000 National Guard sleeping in garages in uh, D.C. There was not one right-wing incident. The only incident on Inauguration Day was Antifa burning down another part of Portland, Oregon. So really, what's happening? So George Floyd's trial starts Monday. It's supposed to last two months. By the end of April, all right, if the police officer who's been fired in Minneapolis is acquitted of second-degree murder, there's a very good chance there will be violent riots in America. Okay? Everyone knows that. So the progressive left is basically building a straw man that says, look, don't worry about that. Don't worry about what happened last summer. The real threat is QAnon and white supremacy. Even though nobody knows anybody who's QAnon. And I don't know any white supremacists. They don't live near me. So that's what it is. It's setting a fire to obscure the real conflagration that absolutely could happen shortly. Bill, there was a uh, Daily Beast article uh, that was out on March 3rd. Let me give you just a bit of it. As Trump supporters gathered Sunday outside Conservative Political Action Conference Center in Orlando to greet the former president's motorcade, a correspondent for the popular pro-Trump YouTube channel went into the crowd to interview them, risking the fate of his entire company in the process. Uh, this uh, company was the Right Side Broadcasting Network. Daily Beast goes on to uh, say this is a, a dangerous, dangerous group, and and so is Donald Trump. Uh, they're promoting election fraud uh, and cutting their mics as soon as they say something. They get the channel banned, but that, that's their their it's dog whistle stuff. RSBN and and Google, which owns YouTube, didn't respond to the request for comment, so they ask YouTube. Why are you still carrying this and why are you still having uh, Donald Trump and his speeches from CPAC on YouTube? That's March 3rd, March 4th. YouTube deletes videos of Trump's CPAC speech and suspends the channel that posted it. Is is this just a pack of wolves now that are just calling each other and saying, hey, you got to do this? Oh, thanks. Yeah, we forgot. We will delete that. Well, the two most dangerous Internet sites, in my opinion, are the Daily Beast and the Huffington Post. They both have big money behind them, and they're picked up by a lot of other Internet sites. And they are deeply involved in the totalitarian movement to stop free speech and expression. Both of those organizations, that's what they use their resources to do. They don't like you, they'll smear you, they'll attack you, they'll try to harm you as best they can. And they have the resources to fight the losses. They can do it. And they have the power and the power to frighten the social media companies. So a guy named Barry Diller, you may have heard that name. Uh, He oversees the Daily Beast. This is a very wealthy man. So these are dangerous, dangerous people. 
And there, at this point, they have some momentum. Bill, coming up in a little while, I have a journalist from Arizona. She was a 20-year anchor uh, on the local news there, and she just recently posted this on Facebook. I want you to listen and, and give your thoughts on this. You have it? Sadly, journalism has changed a lot since I first stepped into a newsroom, and I'll be honest, I don't like the direction it's going. The media needs more balance in coverage and a wider range of viewpoints represented in every newsroom, at every level, and in each position. In the past few years, I haven't felt proud to be a member of the media. I'm sure there are other journalists out there who feel the same way. I found myself reading news copy that I didn't believe was fully truthful or only told part of the story. And I began to feel that I was contributing to the fear and division in this country by continuing on in this profession. It's been a serious struggle for me and I no longer want to do this job anymore. So I've decided the time is right to do something else and I'm leaving Fox 10. There will probably be some hit pieces written about me not everyone is dedicated to telling the truth, but thankfully many of you have figured that out. I promise you, if you hear it from my lips, it will be truthful. It is scary walking away from a good job and a successful career, especially in difficult times. I know God has my back and will guide me to work that aligns with my values. So local news has been the one place where people feel like they can still trust it. They can still trust their local news. Now it's down to local news where there is no diversity of thought at all in local news. Um, are we seeing the rebirth of journalism with these people leaving and most likely starting their own thing? Or are we seeing... Uh, a, a more disturbing uh, uh, sign that the trend is continuing with really bad journalism. Well, it's not a profit center anymore. The local news, and I came up under local news. Um, it's not a profit center the way it used to be. So the people who work it um, are not nearly as smart and as honest as they used to be. And that's what this woman, and I read the story, and she was absolutely right. The guy in the Arizona Republic, Goody Kuntz is his name. He's a TV critic. Goody Kuntz, all right, smashed her. Uh, and this guy has been a radical leftist forever. That's the newspaper industry. Yeah. But, you know, you have to admire her. Um I always write my own material. Nobody writes for me, so I never had that problem. How rare but is say, how rare is that? No one does that. Yeah, I didn't think so. No anchors. You know, if I um, am on television or the radio, what I say comes from me. Right. But again, now we're hiring. You know, ex beauty queens sometimes. Uh, ex-football players, you know, and it's, I don't know. I don't watch local news. Do you watch local news, Beck? No, I don't. Okay. I don't watch, so I, I don't watch any really in, TV anymore. Yeah, I don't either. And, and neither do my kids. Um, but when I worked at Channel 2 in New York, WCBS, that was one of the best local news agencies yeah. in, in the country. Yeah. I mean, it was really well run, very high 
standards and you had to back everything up. Same thing with WCBB in Boston when I worked there. Really good. But now that's all deteriorated. And these people, a lot of them don't know anything. So if the national news is dominated by liberals, which it is, the local news watches that and incorporates it into their presentation. It's the trickle-down effect, and that's what you're getting. Is there a better chance for local news, at least in smaller cities, because they have to answer directly to the public? And if you are living... Go ahead. If I wanted to, I could go to Phoenix or Dallas or, you know, any red state, I could set up a newsroom that's fair and tough, and I would win within six months. Right. I would be faster than that. I would just blow it out. Yeah. But you'd have to have management backing you. You'd have to have management that wanted that kind of presentation. And with the television news media being dominated now by leftists, that kind of management is hard to find. The guy in Chicago, sports guy, just got thrown over by the Disney station, WLS, because he was feuding with the woman anchor, and he said something de- demeaning. He shouldn't have said it. But this guy's at, at LS for like 40 years over the side. So, you know, we all know what's happening now. And that's why the Blaze, Beck, O'Reilly, BillOReilly.com, we become more important for people to get honest information. At least we tell them why we believe what we believe. Right. And we correct our mistakes when we're wrong, which I still haven't seen anybody do uh, about the CPAC uh, stage debacle. Still haven't seen any, uh, oh, sorry, yeah, we got Nazi that one wrong. Thing. Pardon me? The Nazi thing, right? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. This was the greatest story of all time. Okay, uh, so you're going to tell me. 30 seconds. You're going to tell me that people running that operation were going to take the chance <laughs> to put kind of a Nazi thing on the stage. I know. <laughs> this well, is what you're going to tell me. We, right? we talked to the, st- the people who built the stage. It's unbelievable. And they, you know, they admitted that they built it. They designed it. Uh, and and CPAC had very little to do other than to approve the uh, design of it, but yeah, no one good. apologized. No one apologized, and they didn't come out until they were forced to on Tuesday. Bill O'Reilly from BillOReilly.com. We'll talk to you again next week. Don't forget, his uh, new book is Killing the Mob. Comes out soon. You can order it now and find him every day at BillOReilly.com. Leah lives in Ohio. One Sunday morning, not so long ago, she found herself sitting on the couch in tears. She had been suffering from pain day after day for years. And in that moment, it just broke her. I can relate. She did something she didn't think she was going to do. She said she ordered the stuff Glenn Beck was always ranting on about. Relief factor. It was enough was enough for her. Within eight days, Leah tells us that she began to feel her symptoms lessen. Within a month, she was almost completely out of pain. Nowadays, she gets on and gets by with half the dose she started on, and she feels like a new person every day. No more sitting on the couch, no more crying for her. Leah got her life back. Relief Factor, it's not a drug developed by doctors, and 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. You'll find out if it's going to work for you within the first three or four weeks. So try the three-week quick start for $19.95. ReliefFactor.com. Go there now and order it at ReliefFactor.com. Get your life back. one 800 
800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com. Sort of dive into this Cuomo report on Studios America tonight. Uh, you can subscribe uh, to the podcast and check it out on Blaze TV. Uh, but it, it's really amazing. I mean, after they hid this report on the deaths at the nursing homes, they admitted the reason they did it was because, oh, well, we didn't want to face any Trump tweets or get an investigation. But the New York Times report goes further. Mr. Cuomo and his aides actually began concealing the numbers months earlier, and his aides were battling their own top health officials and well before requests for data arrived from federal authorities. Cuomo's been pushing everything back to the Trump administration. And of course, the media is generally speaking, eating that up because they want to just bash Trump on anything, anything they can throw on the former president. Uh, not true. The aides who involved uh, were involved in changing the report, Melissa DeRosa, none of them had uh, health experience. And he, Cuomo, this is four days before Cuomo started writing his book. So he, I am now thinking about writing a book about what we went through, Mr. Cuomo said, four days after the report's release, his first public comments on it. It's unbelievable. Uh, we're going to get into that on Stu Does America tonight, maybe a little bit more here on the radio show as well. And one thing's always true, and you can always remember this, Andrew Cuomo is awful.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program.